there will be people who like the idea of you but lack the maturity to deal with the reality of you dig Welcome to the One Love Sports Show, your place for quick bites on hot sporting topics and events. I am Lance Thomas, along with the Rastaman Mario Pottinger from Live Sports Media. Mario, what's going on? Nothing much, Lance. Um, another, good, another good week this week in yes. terms of sports. Yes. So I look, forward to, I look forward to this show. All that is in store. Yes, of course. Remember, this is the hottest 30 minutes in all of sports. And as usual, we kick things off with looking at the sporting events from the week that was. Starting with the EPL, where Chelsea took on um, Man U, hosted Man U. And, well, that was a 1-1 draw, it turned out to be. What I saw, well, I could summarize. N'Golo Kante didn't play. Man U had changes to their starting level, which I was impressed with even before the match started. I thought there were good changes. And Chelsea did not really have their shooting boots on. Those are three things I saw. But tell me, Mario, what stood out most for you with that game? What stood out most for me, and this is what people aren't talking about Chelsea about, and I know that everybody hates Chelsea, mm-hmm. but... If I can drop my actual starting level and still get a 1-1 draw when I should have sunk Manu, mm-hmm. that kind of shows you where Chelsea are in terms of separate from everybody in the league. Okay. City and Liverpool have a great starting eleven. Chelsea have a great squad. Okay, so they are at a higher level. Um, and why would they do that? Um, when they're not like way out in the lead. I mean, everything is bunched up, closely bunched up. Why would they go to a... Uh, 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 side B rather than this, the, 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 the A team. Rams were beaten. Anything we learned from any of those two games, Mario? Okay, um, in the Patriots game, like I said, Tannehill is going to Tannehill if you force him to be Tannehill. Okay. You force him to throw the ball. Okay. And in the second game with the Packers and Rams, the Rams basically made all of the moves they should have made in the off season, mm-hmm. in the middle of the season. So now you have to reshape your squad. So I don't see the Rams doing very well versus. Well, you know, interestingly, the Rams have, haven't beaten any team with an above 500 record this season. All the teams they've beaten are below 500. So they may be doing too much, you know, in the midst of the season. And the NFL is already complicated and is up. I mean, a whole bag to handle, you know, so that's maybe too much. But also, we had over in the NBA where Suns faced the Warriors. The Suns are on a streak. They're on a 16-game winning streak going into that uh, matchup with the Warriors. And they, despite Devin Booker going down in the second quarter with a hamstring injury, they overcame the Warriors. Anything we learned there? Uh, two things I learned. Um, one, Steph Curry is going to have an off night. Uh, we learned that from last year, so yes. we were expecting one of these games. Okay. He was going to go for mm-hmm. Um The Suns, 
I think it's time we start looking at the Suns like a legitimate basketball team. Even when they made the finals last year, we could have thrown in a hundred different excuses on why. Mm-hmm. I think you should just take them serious as content. Okay. All right. Um, team there being led by CP3, who had a, a good game. And then to round out the week's actions, um, earlier today, Manu clipped Arsenal two goals, well, three goals to two. Uh, with a controversial goal there, first goal there for Arsenal, uh, with the keeper being injured, but the referee did not blow the whistle until the ball was in the net. And so the goal was given to Arsenal. But Manu overcame it. Um, and at the same time, their new boss, Ragnick, right, Ragnick yeah. um, is coming in. And Michael Carrick, who was, the, was doing the sitting duties, has quit. The intern, he was yeah. intern. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's like a caretaker. For, the, for a few games. Um, well, maybe the best stint as a manual manager so far since Alec Ferguson has left, even though it's just three games, you know. But big things are expected from Rangnick, so let's see what happened there. Other key results from the weekend's action, uh, we had Real Madrid clipping Sevilla 2-1. Uh, Vinny Jr. seemed like him, him really getting some consistency. He keeps delivering. I don't know what you make of him, Mario. Vinny. I always saw him as an overrated player. Yes. Um, I think he's improved a lot um, yes. this year, but it's hard to judge your improvements when the league around you is changing. Okay, okay. We will get back to him um, a bit. Uh, in the Bundesliga, Dortmund overcame Wolfsburg by three goals to one. Uh, Haaland came back uh, after... I think he was out for a few weeks. And he was injured. Yes, and he's back. You know, he's one of the top strikers in Europe right now. I don't know if anybody, well, they have Salah. I don't know if there are too many persons who are as hot as he is. And in Syria, Napoli, uh, well, overwhelmed Lazio four goals to nil, the dominant win. But what was the highlight perhaps for the week for me was the boxing, where Teofimo Lopez defeated, uh, no, Cambosos defeated um, Teofimo Lopez by split decision. Uh, it was a real good fight. I mean, I like the action, just the, 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 the amount of the, the knockdowns. Um, Teofimo came in saying he was going to knock down um, Cambosos in the first round. He, he said he was going to knock him out. He got knocked down, and it was just a really, really good fight. I don't know what, you, what, what did you uh, make of that fight, uh, Mario? Um, it was a real exciting fight for me, but it, it points, you know, it showed me that boxing still hasn't, despite what Logan Paul and yes. many have shown yes. the boxing world, yes, yes. the boxing world still doesn't know how to promote boxing. So and that's strange. Yeah, so it still trails the UFC. The UFC has set a standard there, and it trails the UFC in that the UFC knows how to entertain and how to promote its um, events. Um, and it is showing up on, on the boxing world. But we're going to talk a bit, a bit more as we go into our previews. And we've just concluded our review section. We go into the previews of the upcoming events and some exciting games on the cards here. So in our preview, we're looking, we start as usual with the EPL, where we're at week 15 of 38 and 
Chelsea is on 33 points um, on top of the EPL by one point, leading by one point over Man City. Two points separate the top three. I mean, Liverpool has the most productive strike force. Chelsea has the meanest defense. But interesting, I noted that no team from fifth downwards has a positive goal difference, you know? Um, so it seems like the top four, when they do win, they, they score a bag. And the other teams have to be carrying the weight of that. Uh, I, I've never seen a case where so many teams don't have a positive goal difference. But in terms of most intriguing matchup for this weekend, the games really are mostly dominant teams, you know, top teams facing low-tier teams. So for me, the, the, the game I find most intriguing is the Aston Villa versus Leicester. Uh, not because there's a Jamaican Leon Bailey playing for Aston Villa, but because Gerard has just taken over Aston Villa in the last maybe a month and is doing pretty well with them. I know that you said before that Aston Villa problem was the lineup, Mario. Uh, how is Gerard doing so far and what do you think about the lineup now? I can't judge any changes that Gerard has made as yet. Yes. Um, because again, I've seen this too many times. Mm -hmm. A new manager comes in, it breathes lives into the players. But you said it about Carrick and Manu mm -hmm. that it looks it looks the best in Sir Alex. It yeah, that, that, that's flimsy. Yeah, that's flimsy. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Like new manager comes in, new breathes new life mm -hmm. in for the first five weeks. They look like a new team, or for the first three weeks, they look like a new team. So I just want I'll, I'll wait until about maybe around February, maybe March, before okay. I really judge Gerard's um, appointment. Fair. Um, but, yeah, but I, I've seen this thousand times before. Okay. Even fair. with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Okay. That's fair. They look like a new team um, from when they were on the Marine. That's fair. So what, what do you think of the match coming up? Uh, what do you see playing up? These guys usually give you a high-scoring affair. Mm -hmm. And I think that Brendan Rodgers, if you watch their matches for like Celtic versus Rangers when mm -hmm. they were um, opposing managers for the title in Scotland, yeah. it was always high-scoring affairs. Okay. And um, Rodgers was a former coach of Gerrard when he almost won the title. Right, right, right. Yeah. So there's good storylines and okay. stuff. So I'm okay. looking forward to this match just overall as an interesting match. Yes, okay. Over into La Liga, where we're looking at round 16 of 38. Real Madrid leads now with more comfort. I mean, early in the season, it was Real Sociedad leading, but Real Madrid leads 36 points from 15 games. They are five points ahead of Atletico Madrid, who is one game behind. You think Real Madrid is finding, starting to find their way? Um, No, not really. Okay. It's Ancelotti there, right? Yes, Ancelotti, that's there. Yeah, Carlo Ancelotti. Um, you, you don't think he's getting the knack of it and no i think that for real madrid atletico and barca you are all under a rebuild right now you're just seeing the manager with the most experienced people over the cracks okay. all three teams aren't very good football teams but mm -hmm. due to the fact that simeone and ancelotti are experienced managers mm -hmm. they'll make it look like they're still that team okay and Javi is benefiting from the new manager effect too. Okay, all right, cool. Over by Barcelona. Uh, in the Bundesliga, week around uh, 14 of 34 rounds, and it's a big match, the top two. Well, 
we're going to look at shortly, but Bayern leads by one point over Dortmund. One point. Normally, Bayern is running away with the Bundesliga. This time, they are being held accountable. Both teams have lost one game in their last five, so they are in good form. The two best teams in the in the league on form, on points as overall two best teams right now. It could be seen as a matchup of Haaland versus Lewandowski. Uh, how do you, when, when Bayern goes to Dortmund to play on Saturday, how do you see that match playing out? Um, the problem with this match is exactly what you said. It should never come down to just Haaland versus um, Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Mm. Yeah, because there's so many there's so many talented players in both squads that are underperforming. Mm-hmm. And Lewandowski and Haaland are, again, papering over cracks that you notice when Lionel Messi is now no longer with Barca, they look like a normal team or mm-hmm. they look like an average team. Very average, yeah. Yeah, same thing when CR7 initially left Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of players are underperforming for both teams and the fact that you have an early Haaland and Lewandowski has been making up for that. Mm-hmm. But these are high touring affairs um, when Bayern and Dortmund go up against each other. Right. So I expect a high scoring match. Okay, okay. In the Serie A, Round 16 of 38, and Napoli has a three-point lead over Milan. It's very close at the top because the top four are separated by four points. Like the EPL, I noticed uh, EPL, Syria, Bundesliga, um, the league leaders are showing strong defense, and that's pretty typical. Uh, but the game I'm looking for, there's a Roma is playing um, Inter, but I'm really looking forward to the game Napoli versus Atalanta, hosting Atalanta on Saturday afternoon. Atalanta has had the better of Napoli in the last 12 months, um, with their last loss to Napoli coming in October last year. In fact, if you go over a wider spread of time, it's since 2018, both teams have played eight games against each other. Atalanta has won four drawn two and lost only twice to Napoli. This is something we should be looking forward to, Murray. Ah, yes, and I can tell you the reason behind that. Yes. Most teams in the Syria are defensively built, so if Napoli is one of the few teams that can go into a shootout, there's very few teams that can go into a shootout at any time with Napoli and Atalanta always have. Atalanta has the perfect kind of um, built to match up against yeah. match up well against them okay yeah because they have the perfect defensive shape mm-hmm. but i also have enough attackers to say hey you want to turn this into we can either do this two ways you can either play out you can play this out for a one nil victory or mm-hmm. one all draw mm-hmm. or fine you want to shoot it out with us okay we can shoot it out all right in league one psg is rampant but it's a very uncompetitive league as usual i mean psg just way out in front are there any games there that deserve any attention um, despite Ligon's domination for at least PSG dominating League on, mm-hmm. um, Leon has always been an entertaining league and still is. Mm-hmm. I think that the PSG match versus Lens this weekend, I know a lot of people are looking at it as okay, they'll walk over walk this over, team, but yes. this Lens team is is not one of those teams that they just walk over. Okay, so it's um, a, okay, it's a game to look forward to, yes. Yes. And yeah, because they're they're a team that will still challenge PSG, much like a Marseille, a Leon, a Nice, 
So it will still be an entertaining game. It wouldn't just be okay, PSG are scoring a bunch of goals. Not that that can't happen either. I understand. But Lens are usually a team that will put up a fight and okay. give an entertaining Okay, okay. All right. Going over into the NBA, where in the East, the Nets, Bulls, Heat, Wizards, Bucks are at top of the pile. We expect that as the season go on, Celtics, Hawks, and Sixers will join them. But right now, they are stuck in mid-table. Not sure what's happening with the Sixers, particularly. Over in the West, Suns, having beaten the Warriors, now are on top of the NBA, the entire league and the West, followed by the Jazz. But the next best seven teams are either a game below or above 500. So the very average performance from Mavs, Grizzlies, Clippers, Timberwolves, Lakers, Nuggets, and Trailblazers. They're all in a bunch. They're just being very average. Take some time to sort this out. I mean, the good thing you have a lot of time in the NBA. NBA. What's the most compelling watch um, this weekend, Mario? I'm I, I looking at Warriors hosting Suns on Friday, which is the follow-up game from the game on Tuesday, where Suns won that. There is Lakers Clippers, maybe some interest there, but Bucks and Heat have two matchups too. They have one on Saturday coming and they have another one on Wednesday. Uh, I think the the Heat may be carrying some baggage from last playoffs where they were swept. What's the most intriguing or compelling um, game for the next seven days in the NBA? Mario? Well, funny, funny enough, I was going to say Hearts and Sixers tomorrow, but uh, yeah, unless Ben is on the pitch, then the yeah. storyline is kind of dead. Yeah. Um, Lakers and Clippers, Kawhi is out for the season, the Lakers aren't a team yet. Mm -hmm. So again, other than the Warriors and the Suns tomorrow night, I just look, I'm looking at um, Saturday, Nets and Bulls, because okay. I really want to see if this Bulls team is really legit. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I, I think that match um, at eight. Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess I'll be watching both matches at the same time. Yes. Nets and Bulls. Yes. Nets and Bulls. Right. Right. Yeah. At the same time. But uh, yeah, you skip over Warriors Suns, but that is going to be the the marquee game because the last game was so good and they are the top two teams in the NBA right now. Entertainment factors there. Um, Steph Curry is playing. You want to see how this, the, the Warriors bounce back. You don't expect Steph Curry to have two off nights in a row or not, not really in a row, but in the same week. So there should be some interest in that game. Eh? Yeah, like I said, that that to me is the one to watch. Yes. Um, I was going to I was going to actually um skip all three of those games to right. watch the Mavs versus the Grizzlies because I'm a huge Jaffan. Mm. I think he tore his ACL and is out for the rest of the season. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Oh. If I if I if I heard the news correctly earlier that Ja is out and possibly for the rest of the season. Oh damn! Um, that is that is sad. Uh... Yeah, I was watching a sports betting show yes, earlier, yes. and one of the guys was about to bet on the Grizzlies, mm. and he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. No, it's not. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. In, let, let's, let's move over into the NFL, because upset streak has halted a bit. I mean, last week wasn't as an upset week as the ones before, except for Cowboys going down to the Raiders. 
wheels are kind of beginning to fall off the Cowboys. Well, gonna, let's see how they do tonight. But in the NFC, Arizona Cardinals still lead with a 9-2 and two record. And they're expected to welcome back Kyla Murray and DeAndre Hopkins this weekend. So love to see how all that fits in. Uh, Packers and Buccaneers are right there. Cowboys and Rams are on a slippery slope. As I say, let us see what's happened next game for them. Vikings and Niners are leading the wild card rush right now. They're making a late charge because we're entering like the final quarter of the NFL season at the moment. In the AFC, Ravens lead with an eight and three, eight and three record. Patriots and Titans are in the second tier coming up. Uh, Chiefs, Bills, and Bengals would be the next level. And then Chargers and Colts are, I think, the most dangerous wild cards right now. Uh, young quarterbacks in Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert facing off on Sunday at 1 p.m. How do you see that game, Murray? Both of these, both of these guys need the win to keep their teams afloat. In all fairness, and I see, I see what the Chiefs um, didn't give us all year, um, and no team has really given us all year. Mm -hmm. The shootout that I've been waiting for. You see, I should have been here. Yeah, I've been waiting for a 45-43 game. Yes. Neither of these teams' defenses are good. Mm -hmm. But both quarterbacks can swing it. Both teams have weapons on offense. So I, I see it being a shooter. Well, I hope we get a thriller. I remember when Mahomes, in Mahomes' second season, when he started for the Chiefs, uh, there was he, he had some nice shootouts, one particularly with the Rams at the time against Jared Goff. And it was really good, really, really good. So I'm hoping I can get something similar here. But the marquee matchup of the weekend is the Bills, who are preseason favorites to finish atop the AFC, facing and hosting the Patriots, who have been surprisingly good and getting better on a I think they're on a six-game winning streak at the moment. What are you looking for to most in this game, Mario? To see if the Patriots are for real or for not or not. Mm. They haven't really, they haven't really beat many teams that I didn't expect them to beat. Mm. Okay. Um. So, because again, you didn't face a Titans with Derrick. Right. To me, this game will prove if the Patriots are still really the Patriots because. No, you're going up against an offense that can go off for forty. Let's see if Belichick is. Let's see if Belichick's defense is really still Belichick's defense. Now the Bills' defense can be had, but unlike every other team that the Patriots have faced, I think that this is one where the Bills. If the Bills turn this into a shootout, what can Matt Jones really? Okay. Well, this the, the, I expect this game to come down to a defensive. Um, battle because the Bills and the Patriots have two of the best defenses in the league. Uh, when you look at points allowed, um, the, consistently, no matter how bad the Bills have performed, their defense shows up. And Patriots has been living on defense as well. So I expect it to really be a defense. Sometimes it goes the other way, but I expect it to be a defensive affair. But I hear you in saying that Patriots has not really face they have had any real surprise victories yet 
um, for the season. I mean, they beat the Browns, Panthers, um, Chargers, not Jets, you know, and they went down to the Cowboys. They really haven't had a game. They have won and been on a good streak, but they haven't really beat any team of record. So Bills would be a very good test for them. Uh, albeit it's uh, going to be a, an away game. Let us see. Yes, go ahead. One, one more thing. Being that both of these differences are somewhat comparable to each other, that's why I think that it's now down to, all right, is it Mac, can Mac Jones air it out when, when even if both defenses are sturdy, right? I understand. Both defenses are sturdy. The offense like, who can really, yeah, okay. like, whose offense can prove that, hey, okay. I am the real deal. Okay. All right, so that should be a very interesting um, affair over in the NFL. And the junior division of the NFL, college <laughs> football, you know, which can be sometimes even more exciting and as even more fervent and uh, enthusiastic fan, fan base. The SEC championship is on Saturday where perennial favorites and um, dominant team Alabama faces Georgia, who has been rising, rising for the last five seasons. I've looked good. I've not really delivered in the key games um, or won the key games, but they're looking so awesome this season, undefeated. But it's going to be a very, very, very good matchup here. I mean, I compare Alabama to like a Patriots. Um, in yeah. terms of they have a system and the coaching is, you know, everything is like that. And I compare Georgia now to like a Kansas City, except you don't have a Mahomes. But, you know, they, they really is a breakout team over the years. They've been building the program together. And uh, right now they have been walloping everybody. I mean, nobody has scored more than 13 points against them. And I think they are scoring um, in 40s every game. So this is to see who, who's the real deal. Um, what are you looking forward to most there, Mario? This is one of those matchups that um, like reminds me of uh, what was the last Super Bowl the Patriots were in? They were in? Yeah. Against the Rams? No, sorry. Um, The last AFC matchup. The Chiefs versus Brady. Yes. Okay. That last AFC matchup. Okay. That's what this reminds me of. Okay. Like, mm -hmm. I yes. still trust Bama to win, yes. but a part of you wants, like, you want to see, like, yes. like Mahomes, like, yes. knock out. You want to see somebody knock out. Like, yes. Like, yes. you want to see. Yes. That's the intrigue you of want... it, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, again, I still see, like, Bama being Bama if you give them a chance. Yes. So, yes. um, I see turning out much like that Chiefs and Patriots AFC Championship game, yes. where um, Brady still found um, that last drive mm -hmm. to um, finish off Mahomes. Experience overcomes um, form. Yeah, just at this level. Just yes. at this level. Like they've been there, done that, been in this situation. And again, just like the Patriots, well coached. And not only that, but Alabama has the best recruiting system because everybody wants to go there. Mm, that's true. Um, they have two starting 11s compared to football. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, you, you could feel like maybe their team could play in the NFL. Uh, but we have more important business to deal with. I mean, all exciting soccer, football, um, NFL, NBA, all these things. But UFC, you know, and boxing. UFC took a rest last weekend. 
uh, because I want to make a grandstand for December here and the start the, re the resume action uh, this Saturday with I think the on the main card font Aldo matchup is one of the main card um, main um, highlights for this Saturday. Anything there we should get excited about? Uh, this card is this is one of those cards that has a lot of unknown people who can who can perform like good mm -hmm. fights in terms of entertainment, but they're not big names. Okay. But the Aldo fun fight is really the new generation trying to take out the old generation. Jose Aldo has been a champion in okay. the UFC. He changed down to the bantamweight division so that he could keep competing okay. at a high level. Okay. So Rob Font is one of these young guys that Dana is saying, hey, are you going to knock off the old guy and become mm. the new? Mm. And Jose Aldo is basically saying, hey, I still, I still have a spot in the UFC where I can run at division. Okay. And then in boxing, we've been having a string of lightweight uh, championship fights. And as I said before, last weekend was really good. We had previous to that, we had, um, you know, some very, we had Ter Terence Crawford, you know, that was really, we had Canelo, we had Canelo before that, you know, so we, some really good matchups. And it continues this weekend where there is Haney Diaz and there is also Tank. Tank has a fight. Um, Gervonta, Tank is like, Mayweather's protege. Uh, I'm not sure he has the skills. Not sure. Because um, Mayweather's skills are underappreciated, you know, because, I mean, he promotes so much. But I'm not sure if Tank has the skills. Um, what should we look forward to most in all of this um, this weekend from these boxing matchups? The first thing is um, that I want to say is shout out to boxing for finally putting the best person in the best. That's okay. the first thing. Okay. Secondly, um, for this fight, the main thing I am looking because I'm not looking forward to Mayweather's project. Mm -hmm. Is he in the deals? Okay. Yeah, but let's see if let's see who is if if you're still that good technical. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people are looking for from this fight. Okay. Is that who is really the better boxer mm -hmm. in terms of skill? Mm -hmm. We saw a lot of knockdowns last week. So mm -hmm. we know that a lot of guys are like power, mm -hmm. but who is really technical enough to get the right strikes at the right time? And that's one of the things that Mayweather was good at. Mm -hmm. Not just his defensive boxing, but yep. there was no punches wasted. Yep. Mm -hmm. Efficient. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, so, so Isaac Cruz, I think, was a feeling because Tank was originally scheduled to fight someone else and Isaac Cruz had to step in. Um, I'm wondering if it means this is like a mismatch. I don't, I'm not sure, or if it's a good matchup. But which which of the fights is more appealing, Haney Diaz or Tank versus Cruz? Tank versus Cruz because of the storyline behind it. Yes. Okay. The whole Mayweather thing. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I'm, I, I, okay. I'm I'm what I'm I'm excited about for this boxing mm -hmm. weekend the most is that boxing is slowly starting to figure out how to get the most out of it it's not perfect yes, yet yes. but or it's not even to the ufc they level can yet. see the effort yes yeah but we're now seeing where showtime and everybody and even if it's not on show even if it's not a showtime event yes boxing is starting to put the top fighters against each other so now we're seeing skill levels that match each other 
Yeah, actually, the tank, the tank fight is a showtime event. Um, so Haney Diaz is on Saturday, and the tank fight is on Sunday. Not seen very often a boxing match on a Sunday night. So that's very interesting. But there you have it for our preview of the very, very loaded and exciting next seven days in sports. Thanks for joining us for that segment. And we now move over to timeout. Okay, welcome, welcome to Time Out. In the house today, we have Kevin Christian. Kevin and I will go way back. I mean, I said that about most guests that we go way back. And Kevin is one of them for sure, you know, back from primary school. What going, Kevin? Nothing much, nothing much. Yes. Big boss, Mr. Lance himself. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, yeah man. Long time in the same done. Long, long time. Maybe yes. yeah, maybe a good true, true. maybe a good um twenty years, you know. A good time in the same. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah man. So it's good to hear your voice, you know, and good to link up. So thanks for joining us in the timeout. Um take some time out to be with us on the timeout segment. Um Yes sir. No yes. Oh, there are some questions I love to, you know, let's let's drill my guess with and I start with back when you were a kid you know what, what what's your favorite childhood memory favorite childhood memory yes uh, and I'm um, considering so we're in the that, that time of the year oh Christmas season yeah I can always say it, it was one of my favorite times you know man um, yes one of the reasons is, is because you, you, you were able to go to the friends on Grand Market, you know? Grand Market, a big thing, man. Yeah, big, big thing. Yes. Especially for a youngster. Yes, man. And especially in, I, find it, I find it even bigger in the rural areas. Yes. 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 So, fond memories of that and getting up on the Christmas morning and playing some football as well was, was one of the main highlights of that as well. So, really fun memories of that. It's interesting, eh? Getting up and playing football. When I look for no, yeah. no, 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 no Santa coming down chimney. No. Uh, you know? And, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different yeah, kind man. of reality, but it was, it was really good, I mean, you know? Really enjoy the day. Yes. I, I can relate with that. Yes. Um, yes. And, and back then, as a kid, what field or line of work did you want to pursue? Um, generally, you know, as a as a kid, mm-hmm. you want to be a, a, a police or a soldier. Yeah. When you're, you know, that's what you were thinking of, or maybe even a pilot. Okay. 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 My teenage years, um, my my ambition was to become a computer technician. Oh, okay. It changed. Yes. Okay, in the teenagers. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And what, what are you doing now? No, I'm a teacher. You know. I'm a teacher at a further education institution in the Cayman Islands. Okay. Further education. Okay. Mm. Yes. Um, so you... those students yes. who were unable to gain their CXC passes, you know. Which oh. I to assist them okay. Year. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's nice. I, I did. I did a program like that when I 
yeah, I used to be part of a program like that, you know, to help okay. high school dropouts and persons who didn't get to finish secondary education. You know, it's yeah, a very yeah. fulfilling experience, yeah. you know. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, and I tend, yes. I tend to find that the the second time around, they tend to be more focused and know what they want, you know. So you find You're some right. some real good. For people. most of them, yes, yeah. you find that that's what happens. Yes, the reality. Yes, it's home, you know. Yes, yes, so. definitely. So, 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 so maybe it's an easy question to ask then. I mean, what do you find most fulfilling about what you you do now? Well, yes, um, at helping those students to achieve success, you know, it's yes. one of the yes. better feelings, one of yes. the great yes. feelings because you know they were trying basically for five years, and yes. with us they only have one year, yes, and for the most part they are successful when they come to us. So, yes, man, yeah, yeah, they yeah, have, they have really. So they, they value the time more. I mean, you know, yes, they don't, yes, don't waste definitely. as much. Okay. So, um, yes. so tell me, what sporting event are you looking forward to most within the next, um, say, three months? Um, I wouldn't say any particular sporting event, but um, as a Liverpool follower, I just want to, in the next couple of months see how far they can go in the, the EPL and the Champions League so looking forward to that over the next couple of months yeah I, I like the fact that it's a Liverpool follower because I, I, I kind of <laughs> hear a rumor that you're also a Man City follower and I like that this kind of sacrilege I don't know how the two go together <laughs> no how that came about was that um, during the, a certain period Liverpool really was struggling a bit oh you gave up and being mm. no he's not giving up but <laughs> having um um i would say a little hatred for manchester united okay okay city was okay um okay. happening at the time yes, so yes. Just, any, basically any team that Atta, was understand. at the time i would i would carry them, so. okay and city end up being <laughs> uh yeah okay i understand, I understand. yeah yeah you're slightly forgiving i mean if you take it from that angle <laughs> yes you're slightly forgiving for never, that. never never would i ever <laughs> Liverpool as my team so kevin tell me if you had your life to live over what would you do differently um you know, funny enough, sometimes I think about that, you know. Yes. One of the things I say I would do is sort of be more productive when I was in high school. I don't think I took it as serious as I should have. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. It have in made, terms of those yes. achievements, yes. it would have made a real difference now. Yes. Seeing where I am and yes. what I could have achieved from then. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, yeah. fair enough. I mean, but at the same time, there are experiences that you garner, I mean, even while you feel like you're wasting time, which are valuable in life too. I mean Yes, sir, yes, sure. Yeah, yes, true. you know, so you don't even discount yes, anything. Sir. But yeah, I understand the point you're making. Um yes. so to that point Learn you, from your mistakes, yeah. Yes, to that point, if you could change one thing in the world today, what would that be? That's a big question. You would um, yes. <laughs> Um, right now, seeing the, the effects of, of of COVID, yes, I think yes, I think that is something. If if I had the power to change anything, it would be to change the effect that it is having on the world, right? Mm. Um, mm. I have so many friends, so many close close friends who have lost loved ones, and how many persons have also. Yes, it's just really 
a rough time now and it doesn't seem as if any end is in sight. So, right, so. right, right. You know, yes, it, it's certainly, I mean, when we hear folks back then talking about World War and they're talking yes. about um, even the countries getting independence and civil rights um, movement and stuff. We're not able to relate yeah. as much because those are before yeah. it, it predates us. But yeah, exactly. now we are facing an event in our lifetime, which likely um, it won't happen again for a very long time. You know, so yeah. when we talk to our kids and you know um, about this, this is something we can say, "Boy, this really, really shake our world." You know. Yes. Yes. It, yes. yes. Really. Yes. Yes. Really. Yeah, man. So. Yes. something i would definitely want to change want to change okay yes. and and if you were to win the lottery or by some means <laughs> you know acquire yeah. all the money that you need and you don't need to work for the rest of your life what would you spend most of your time doing <laughs> um i guess it before we started this program, you know, yes. remember what I told you that I was doing. So, oh, for me, that's my favorite ball? pastime, which is playing football. Uh, Just can't get enough of it. Man, man, I, yeah, I love to hear, I love to hear that passion, man. I love to hear that kind of passion. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Even though the the knee is kind of weak, but. <laughs> Still, I'll make use of what is there, you know. Oh, can't that's good, man. Cause you know, there are so many people yes. now who are still loving sports who are not playing. So to yeah, hear exactly. you still, I mean, experiencing the joy of playing—that's a great thing, man. No. Yes. Yeah, right, man. Good right. stuff. Good stuff. You know. Wow. Wow. That's a yeah, nice. That's a nice note to end on. You know. I mean. We could really continue yeah. this conversation longer, but due to time constraints, you know, really appreciate you dropping by, Kevin. I mean, you know, it's good to give us the pleasure of having this moment to talk to you. Enough love and guidance yeah. and protection. Yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me, brother. Excellent. Yeah. Good stuff. It was good to hear you. Good to talk to you again. Yes, man. Yes, man. Yes, so yeah, man. Hopefully we can link up soon. Cool. Same here, brother. Catch you later. Yeah. All right. Okay. That was time out, and we move over to our next segment. Just fast break. Okay, welcome to Fast Break, where we do quick takes on hot topics and burning issues from the world of sports. We are now going to zero in on a specific issue which I think is very loaded. Juventus in the Serie Juventus FC. On the recent investigation we, we are hearing by the Italian police, this has been a troubled club from back, I think, it's about five years ago when Italian clubs are more when Italian clubs got into trouble and had to do some sanitization and Juventus came out looking pretty good and Cristiano Ronaldo went over there and you know they dominated the league for a while. But I don't know, it seemed like 
cleaning up is not complete. What is happening, Mario? What's happening behind the scenes? Uh, I think not just Juventus, but I think much like with every other sport right now, we're entering an era of, in, whether it, and it's not just social media, mm-hmm. but we're entering an era now where there's, there's not much you can hide from people. Okay. So a lot of these clubs have been corrupted and have been doing corrupt stuff. And it has never been able to come out to the media as much. Mm. And right now, I am not seeing anything different than any other football club in Italy. We saw what Berlusconi was at Milan. Um, Juve were caught up in a match-fixing scandal that got them relegated before, so this is not new for their club. Um, they've been dominating from the Antonio Conte era, so from like 2010, maybe 2011, mm-hmm. up until about... Yeah, well, you can even still say they're somewhat one of the dominant teams now. So until 2020. Yes, yes. So that's a, that's a good 10 to 11 yes. years span to dominate. Yes. But yeah, like all all football clubs have, there's no football club with a cleaner club. There's none. But so we are just seeing everything come to the light. Okay, so there's greater transparency. So um, everything is being exposed and um, we're. Get it. We're seeing more into what's happening. Nothing is really under the shadows anymore. Okay, so let us see what happens from this investigation. If there will be any implications for the club um, and how it will affect their squad and their their team going forward. Thanks for joining us for fast break. We now move over to Super Mario Adventures. Welcome to Super Mario Adventures, where Mario comments on, takes us on a journey on a sporting event or topic not in mainstream news, but very interesting nonetheless. Mario, what do you have in store for us this week? It's funny how you went into the Juventus thing about, like, yes, you know, yes. football clubs and investigations and corruptions. Yes. Because um, one of the things I hate is when, like, millionaires take advantage of football to hide their corrupt ways and mm. use football as a cover-up and um, one of the places that we're seeing this now is in Djibouti, Africa and Djibouti is one of those countries that's very small and poor but because of where they are in the world they are a very important country Strategic because location. they control all shipping channels yeah. um, the Suez Canal yeah. and there's many army bases that are located in Djibouti okay. um, because of that Right, and one businessman, uh, Nichols, uh, I still it, it's very hard to like find their full names. Yeah. He he is uh, one of the he's a part of basically the political family that controls Djibouti. Yeah. He is the um, son-in-law of their of the president. Yeah. And he owns two companies that bought a football club, um, Arta Solar Seven. And they're buying a lot of African players that you know, like Alex Song and Diafra Sako, who both played for West Ham. Alex Song played for Arsenal and Barcelona as well. Right. And this club is basically um, a cover up for, for a lot of corruption that is going on. Oh, Lord. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm sure this is not very unique um situation it happens elsewhere why highlight this one the reason why i highlighted this one is because um 
there are so many different like one there's a bit of bias because you know we're black people and we hate seeing when you know we're taking advantage of especially by a black man did you say we're so, black repeat that did you say we're black as in we're we as black people we we're black oh my really you didn't realize that <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Lance, let me introduce it to yourself. You're a black man. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's re- it's it's one of the things that hits home close to me because there's so much like there's so many African people who have been taken advantage of by bigger businessmen mm-hmm. who claim to want to um, help African youth by opening football up to them mm. and. I've seen so many cases, especially in Senegal, where agents take advantage of African families who have listened to nothing, mm. promised their sons dreams of playing in Europe, mm. and then um, carrying them to Europe and leaving them in countries in Europe for them to suffer while the agent steals their 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 family's life savings. Mm. There are a lot of men, in, there are a lot of young men in France right now. Who are not French citizens and are living on the streets yep, yep, because of this. Yep, yep. And they have been result they have been resorting to prostitution and all of that. And you don't hear about it in the news. No, I can see why the sun really drags on your heart and, and really, really um appeal, you know, it really gets to you a lot. I mean, it's not just another club fronting um, um, for football but having other devious things happening behind but it's where it's happening in one of the poorer countries you know how many people are being taken advantage of you know yeah so thanks for highlighting this Mario I mean thanks for taking us on this on this trip on this can I mention one thing yes can I mention one thing that really that really made me want to look into this story yes Um, about the club Arta Solar 7 that's A-R-T-A Solar 7 Yes. That's not even the club's original name. They, they changed the name because the club um, was bought by the company Art of the Solar 7. Wow. But the reason, mm-hmm. yeah, the reason, like I said, it goes a lot deeper mm-hmm. on the time on this mm-hmm. program. The reason that it got really so close to me was that the Djibouti national team members, yes. they were supposed, they hatched a plan to leave Djibouti. So I don't remember which African match they played. I think it was against Algeria mm-hmm. in the um, World Cup qualifiers. Mm-hmm. Many of the players stayed at Algeria's airport. They hide, they hid in Algeria's airport oh, no. so that they wouldn't, and they defected to Algeria oh, no. because they did not want to go back home and yes. face the repercussions of losing eight, losing oh. by eight oh, to Algeria. God. Oh my God. So, I don't know what is going on in Djibouti, but like if players don't want to go back no, home, that's serious. Like, yeah, like there's something to be seen. The yeah, players man. were defeated. They had to go to court. Yeah, no, 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 no. Thank, thank you very much for bringing this to our attention. I mean, it's really a sad situation. That's happening there, and it's easily overlooked in the global um, news uh, headlines and sports headlines um, but it is something which is life you know affecting life more than just sports so there we have it for super mario adventures let's go over to overtime welcome to overtime overdrive predictions we offer here on featured events for the next week and we start with the NBA. Mario, what are you seeing here? Uh, there's no, I don't know. Is Devon Booker, will Devon Booker be ready? 
I don't know. All right, well, I'll see the Warriors bouncing back. Okay. So, Suns took it at home, the first one. Warriors will now bounce back. And then in the Bundesliga, Dortmund, Bayern. Big match. This score, as usual, 3 Yeah, I three 3-2 to Bayern just because um, they're a bit better of a team than just slightly a bit better than Dortmund. And the SEC Championship in college football, Alabama, Georgia. Much like the Patriots, in situations like these, I can't make a Okay. Burned too many times. Alabama will take that. The Napoli Atalanta intrigue over in the Syria. This is the prediction that scares me, hmm. but I'm going with a 4 4 draw. Okay. Wow. <laughs> 4 4. And then NFL, where the Bills host the Patriots. All right. So here's where I'm going to piss you off. Hmm. Uh, I see the Bills um, finding a way to get it done. It's in their stadium, right? They're yes, at home. yes, they're at home. Yeah, I think the Bills would like a statement win. Mm -hmm. And I just think that their both defenses are comparable, but I think that like the Bills just have a better offense. If you dare to predict a score? Oh, if I dare to predict a score? Ah, yes, I still see Belichick's defense being Belichick's defense. Yes. So I still see this about like 24 27. I wouldn't be entirely surprised if that happened. Even though I'm a Patriots fan and they have been in this, because I am welcoming a defeat for Patriots because I want to learn. I want them to learn something. I think losses in the NFL, you know, teaches you a lot. As long as you don't go to school for the entire season, you know. So I'm looking forward to it. I don't mind losing a game right now. We will host them two weeks time too, so we'll have an opportunity to show what we've learned. So, which which of the games um you're entering into the competition? Are the games that I'm the game that I'm entering into the competition would be the Atalanta Napoli one. Oh, the draw! Wow, brave. Yeah, I see. A, I see a four-all draw. I okay. love watching these two teams play against each other because it's always high scoring. Okay, great. There you have it. Thanks for joining us for yet another edition of the One Love Sports Show. It's another fun week and we look forward to all action coming up. So until next time, remember to keep safe. And above all, remember, it's one love every time.